Live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Nebraskan show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I'm Ben Droz, one of the sports writers at the Daily Nebraskan, UNL's only independent student newspaper. To my left is one of the assistant sports editors at the Daily Nebraskan, Anthony Rubick. Anthony, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. It was a busy day, but I'm excited for this one. Yeah, it's good. How was how was classes today? I only had one class, so mm. what well, two? I had two. I had two classes, so not the busiest day on my schedule, but had a lot of homework to catch up on. Mm-hmm. 222, man. Not looking forward to uh, Parasol, but it was able to get a module done today. That's good. That's good. I, I just have sports data with Matt Waite, and he's awesome. Uh, so Nice. But with that, we're going to start things off with the power rankings. Anthony does a weekly power rankings for the men's, for Big Ten men's basketball. Where's Nebraska going to be on the list? We're going to find out right now. We're going to go top. We're going to go bottom to top. Because, you know, we don't want to spoil number one, even though oh, yeah. we kind of all know what it might be. But, you know. Who knows? It might be a shakeup. Yeah. So what? So we usually post on Friday, correct? Friday yep. morning. But you're so you guys are getting a little bit sneak peek <laughs> on the power rankings. Anthony, what started us off? Who do you got at the very, very bottom of the totem pole? Yeah. First off, just make sure you check out my actual Big Ten rankings on Friday. I'll go more in depth on these picks. DaleyNebraskan.com. Exactly. Um, it's going to be pretty simple back at the bottom. It's Michigan again, same mm-hmm. as last week, same as last month, really. Just, again, another bad week for them. Didn't get didn't get a win. Lost to Michigan State, their rival. Hurts even more, for sure. But they have a chance to get a win against the number 13 uh, team in my rankings, Rutgers. Spoiler alert there, but they play Rutgers on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Going forward after that, it gets very tough for Michigan. They have a six-game stretch against... This probably maybe the six best teams in the Big Ten. They're playing Purdue. They're playing Northwestern, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Illinois. It's going to be rough for them. Yeah. I mean, not surprised you're bottom two, especially Michigan. Michigan is like just record-wise the worst team in the Big Ten, which is kind of weird because Michigan always seems to find itself at the top, you know, football and basketball. Maybe because football finally got a national championship, like Michigan basketball just had to take a huge step back. Oh, yeah. I know it's just like soul for soul. The sports gods just like saying, hey, your football team was really good. Maybe your basketball team needs to, you know, take a break. But yeah, that was pretty expected. Yeah. So number 13 is Rutgers. They play tonight against Penn State. There was two Big Ten games on tonight. There was Northwestern and Purdue, which was a mm-hmm. great game, exciting game, went to overtime. We'll talk about that one more later. Rutgers and Penn State played. It wasn't the prettiest of games. Penn State won 61 yeah. to 46. Rutgers was at home. They were at the rack. Only put up 46 points. Shot one of 17 from three. That's not very good. Yeah. It watching this game makes me even more mad about the Nebraska loss to them a couple weeks back. One hundred percent their worst loss of the year. The Rutgers, yeah. I mean that and Maryland are Probably the top two. I would definitely say Rutgers. Though. That was like their worst performance of the year. They, mm-hmm. Nebraska gave up 25 on- offensive rebounds. See, I don't even have to look at the stat. That, that, that's just ingrained oh, in yeah. my brain. 25. 
And then I don't even remember the amount of turnovers, <laughs> but it was an ungodly amount. So mm-hmm. it was, yeah, that was most definitely the most, like the ugliest game Nebraska's had all year. And Rutgers just isn't very good. Yeah. And to add even more salt to the room, Kanye oh, no. Clary, Penn State's leading scorer, wasn't even playing. He was out for this game. So you lose, you only put up 46 points in a loss to a team without their leading scorer mm-hmm. at home. You just can't, it's not, you can't get any worse than that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Next up, at number 12, this is a slight change from last week. Even even though it wasn't pretty, I actually have Penn State at number 11, and Ohio State is now number 12. Just mm. in a complete free fall. I mean, another rough week for them. Yeah, lost three straight. Yep, three straight losses. Just isn't looking pretty, isn't looking like it's going to get any better from here on out. And it just... It's hard to see with this team as they started the year off great. They were in projected to be a tournament team or at least be one of the teams in consideration for that. Mm-hmm. And they just have absolutely fallen off pretty much since it became 2024. Still looking for a road win since since January 1st, 2023. I mm-hmm. honestly don't know if they're going to get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I honestly like... Big Ten basketball, while it's been kind of a bloodbath in the middle, it's honestly kind of refreshing to see Michigan and Ohio State towards the bottom of the oh, yeah. Big Ten rankings. Like, even just record-wise, it's just, like, I don't mind seeing those two teams at the bottom. Those, like, just those have just historically been the two most dominant over the past few years. So, I don't mind it. Next up, I got... Let me check. Hold on. I got Indiana at the 10. Mm. They were 9 last week, so they dropped down 1. They had a win the other night. Oh, wait. They had a win against Iowa. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Had to recheck. But it was it came at a cost. They lost two starters in this game. Malik Renew and Xavier Johnson both left the game with injuries. So that, that was a tough break for them. Was kind of a cool story, though. They have a guy, Anthony Leal, a senior guard. He scored 13 points off the bench with mm. those two players out. He had 14 points on the season going into that night. So that was really cool. He was a Mr. Indiana player in high school, just from Bloomington, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Lives, breathes, Hoosiers. So that was cool seeing him have his moment. But even with the win they had the other day, it's not looking good, especially if Renew and um, and Johnson are out for games going forward. And yeah, just another team that's kind of in limbo. They're really not going to be competing at all for any postseason play. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you never know. They're, because if you look at the conference records, I like Indiana has the same conference record as Nebraska. It's true. Which is just really like, it's just really weird to see. Obviously, Nebraska has a better overall record. I'm surprised Penn State's above them. But, you know, I'm assuming that's your next team. Or right, Penn State was my 11. Oh, that was your 11? Yeah. Sorry, Sorry I missed that. that. All right. Um, My number nine is Minnesota. Right. Again, kind of a team you can really toss up with Indiana. They were on a four-game losing streak, but then they ended up picking up a win against Penn State on the road. So I think that road win kind of moves them up. Yeah. And again, just another team. They're four and five in conference play, so up there with that middle of the pack, mm-hmm. with those teams that could really go on a run at any moment. Just went, They went through a rough, rough stretch. Let's see how they play going forward. I mean, if I'm looking at Minnesota, yeah, 
Nebraska should be ahead of them, but Minnesota has two conference road wins. How many does mm-hmm. Nebraska have? Zero. Hmm. Yeah, 0-5 conference boy on the road. It's just been rough for Nebraska on the road, but, you know, yeah. we'll touch on that when we get to Nebraska <laughs> in the rankings. But, yeah, Minnesota, last week when we did the show, we had a text who say that Minnesota should have been a lot higher. You kind of, They kind of jumped up a little yeah, bit in your rankings. So moved eight, up two I, spots. I think eight is a like, perfect spot for Minnesota, just middle of the pack, Big Ten team. Yeah, coming up next at eight is Iowa. Um, they had a they had a tough week, or not really tough week. They split. We went one and one. It was tough matchups with them both coming on the road. They were able to get a win against Michigan before losing to Indiana. Mm-hmm. But overall, it was a solid week for Iowa. Peyton Sanford had a great week, scoring twenty six points in both games. Tony Perkins scored twenty four points against Michigan, twenty two points against Indiana. So those two guys are clearly their top players. They have been all year, and it really just was no one else that kind of stepped up for them, In especially in the loss to Indiana. Owen Freeman, he's an inconsistent player. He can be really hot, but he also struggles with fouls. Yeah, That kept him out for a lot of the Indiana game. He was sitting on the bench with four fouls, which kind of let Indiana kind of pull away with that win. But, yeah, I mean, Iowa, they have a slim chance right now of making the NCAA tournament. Yeah, Joe Lenardi from ESPN when he releases his like bracketology things, mm-hmm. he has Iowa as someone who's being considered, but they're way far out of the picture right now. I'd be surprised if they made yeah. it. I mean, honestly, it, it, it's and again, that's just another team that's just really floundered this year that Nebraska lost to on the road. Yep. Who you got next? Next at number seven, I got Michigan State. All right. It's it's very. We'll talk about Nebraska. In a in a moment, but it's very hard to rank Nebraska because going from the time I did my last rankings, yeah. they only played the Maryland game. The deadline to get this story in is uh, 3 p.m. on Thursday, yeah. meaning that I can't write about the Nebraska-Wisconsin game tomorrow because yeah. obviously that would drastically shift their spot in the rankings. So yeah. right now I have them ahead of Michigan State. And they will be ahead of Michigan State when this rankings comes out. Depending on tomorrow, mm-hmm. we'll see if I mean, they're like that. But a loss against Wisconsin probably shouldn't put them below mm-hmm. Michigan State. But you know, you'd have to see. Who yeah. you got next? Next, I got Nebraska. All right. I think obviously it was a rough game against Maryland, which it kind of leaves me this thing with Nebraska and Michigan State. Michigan State beats all the easy team, all the teams that they're expected to beat in the Big Ten. And when they play against these teams like Nebraska, like Purdue, Illinois, mm-hmm. kind of the good, the good, the best of the league, they fall to them. Nebraska, I feel like, is kind of the other way. I mean, granted, it is whoever's at home and whoever's on the road. That's more of the problem there. But Nebraska, I have them over Michigan State right now. Obviously, a very uninspired performance against Maryland, mm-hmm. against Wisconsin tomorrow at home. I would expect a better outcome. Not expect. I wouldn't say they're one hundred percent going to beat Wisconsin. No, but they should be playing better with the home crowd, with PBA having their back. So right now, I I have them at number six. Yeah, I mean, after that poor performance against Maryland, it's not hard to see Nebraska just one of three Big Ten teams without a conference road win, and the other two teams are Ohio State and Rutgers. I mean, yeah, it's just. And then again, Northwestern only has one. Indiana only has one. Michigan State also just has one. So there's a lot with just one. But it's just mm-hmm. like Nebraska just can't get over the hump there. I mean, that's really just been what it is. I mean, 
every road game has just mm-hmm. been really tough outside of the Kansas State win early in the season. Again, that was just that seems like you know eons ago that Kansas State game. I honestly <laughs> yeah. don't even remember it that much. I do remember uh, though it was a strong win for yeah. them. Really good performance. Kansas State isn't as good this year as they were last year, obviously, but mm-hmm. still a good win though. Yeah, it was a good win, but I mean they just got to get it done on the road against a Big Ten team and. Coming up next is Wisconsin at home. Like I said yesterday, I, I feel pretty decently about it because they're at home. The only mm-hmm. home loss they have is against Creighton. That's a team that just shot lights out, and Nebraska couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. <laughs> I expect Nebraska to play. I, I expect it to be a really close game. And I think yeah. if Nebraska's going to win, Casey Tormanaga is going to have to get out of this slump he's in because he's had two straight duds. Mm-hmm. They can't afford him to have three. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, the, when looking back at the first Wisconsin game on the road, Nebraska really didn't play a bad game offensively at all. It was just the defense that was a struggle. Obviously, Wisconsin shot 50% from three, so that mm-hmm. didn't help them at all either. So they're going to have to pick up that tomorrow. And again, looking at the one loss at home this year, it was to a Creighton team that kind of played a similar game to Wisconsin. They just shot the ball lights out. Yeah, Nebraska couldn't defend the kickouts good enough, fast enough, led to many open threes. So they'll definitely have to improve on that as aspect. Yeah. I mean, this Wisconsin game coming up is big because, I mean, if they don't beat Wisconsin here, that Purdue win is feeling more and more fluky, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I mean, because after Purdue, what's their next, what's Nebraska's next best, best win? Northwestern? Yeah, probably. I mean. Michigan State? No. Yeah. That was, again, again, I mean, I kind of want to count the Creighton game out. That was like really early in the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nebraska's a different team. Creighton's a different team from then. But, I mean, if you just look at it, Nebraska just hasn't gotten that many top resume wins, which is why this next three-game stretch is pretty important if you're wanting to be walked into the tournament before Big Ten, before the Big Ten tournament. Nebraska's going to have to get at least two of these wins. So that yesterday, oh, yeah. I think if Nebraska, like, you know, doesn't want to have to rely on a run in the Big Ten tournament, they're going to have to get two of these wins, these next yeah. uh, these next three, because after these next three games, there's just no games left to build your resume. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be a tough stretch, but it's going to be a stretch that Nebraska really needs to kind of boost their resume for the Big Ten tournament, for the NCAA tournament. Yeah. It's just, it's really the biggest three games of the year, I think, going up. Yeah. All right. Who do you have right above Nebraska? All right. This might be a little controversial, but I got Maryland at number five. I am very high on the Terrapins right now. They're obviously coming off a big win against Nebraska. They have won four out of their last six games with the two losses being by a combined five points. Yeah. like I know if the season ended today, is Maryland the NCAA tournament team? No. Is Nebraska and Michigan State NCAA it, tournament teams? Yes. But, I mean, they would need a—I mean, if you know, if the season went out today and they go into the Big Ten tournament, they'd need a run Yeah, but to make the tournament. I do these power rankings not based on how they're going to be at the end of the year. I base it on who is hot, and Maryland might be the hottest team in the whole Big Ten. That's a statement. I mean, Purdue <laughs> is on a six-game winning streak. I mean, obviously there's Purdue, but I think with Maryland, obviously they had yeah. a rough start to the year, but they are really hitting their stride right now. Jameer yeah. Young, Julian Reese, they 
hit 11 three-pointers against Nebraska after being one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the country. Yeah. Let's see if they keep that up. Obviously, that would be a big... If they're able to go forward shooting like that, they could really be a problem in the Big Ten. I'm not saying they will. Obviously, that was kind of... This game right now is kind of just an outlier. But Mm -hmm. going forward, just watch out for this Maryland team. Maryland's a team that has a really strong defense. And... Defense will win you games. Like, a lot of, like, Nebraska relies on three-point shooting, which, you know, can lead to inconsistent play. You just know what you're going to get out of Maryland. Mm -hmm. Outside of, you know, the crazy three-point shooting night they had against Nebraska, this this is a team that they're not going to shoot it great, but, you know, they're not going to wet. Their defense is not going to fold. Their defense is going to be really strong, and that's why they're close in every game. Because their defense exactly. keeps them in games. In my opinion, I kind of want to say that, like, I feel like Maryland's kind of like Iowa, Iowa football. That if I was going <laughs> to give that, like, I feel like Maryland's like the Iowa football of the Big Ten men's basketball teams. If that, if I was going to give a reference, that's what it'd be. I could see that for this year, sure. Who is so? We're in top four now, correct? Yep. Who do you got four? All right, number four. Honestly, I might switch this one in three. In the like 12 hours, I'll have to make my final edits yeah. tomorrow. But right now, at number four, I have Northwestern. All right. Obviously, going back to the Nebraska loss a few weeks ago, that was a game that Northwestern could have very well have won, especially with how Nebraska played down the stretch that game. 18 turnovers. Didn't score f- for a hefty period in the second half. Led mm-hmm. to Northwestern back into the game. I think they cut the lead to one, but were never able to take that lead. Since then, they've been really good. Obviously, tonight, a 105-96 to overtime loss to Purdue. Yeah. Almost upset them again. And boy, Chris Collins was livid at the end of the game. Yeah. I mean, looking at this, this is insane. Purdue shot 46 free throws. That, that's a lot. Northwestern <laughs> shot eight. This is kind of reminding me of like the Wakers drama, you know, with the free throws. Oh, yeah. Everyone's saying the Wakers get way too many free throws. That, that's what that's what that reminds me of. But yeah, it was just a wild game. <laughs> the score looks bigger than it was at the end because Chris Collins got a technical foul, got ejected mm-hmm. in the last second of the game. Boo boo, he got a technical foul. So Indiana really just got four free points at the end there. So it was really 101 to 96. But I think just taking a team like that to the wire. On the road, obviously with the ginormous free throw yeah. difference, really shows a lot about this team. And again, this is a Northwestern. They've been good in years past. And also, kind of bringing hope into Nebraska, Northwestern is still playing at this level right now. And you mentioned it earlier, they've only won one game on the road. One conference game. Yeah, I, I think if Nebraska really just gets that one, it would do so much for their confidence Obviously, Northwestern last week after the Nebraska game pretty much did a whole... I pretty much had them flipped. Yep, I had Nebraska at four last week, Maryland at six. Mm-hmm. So, I it was just a great rebound this team has had. They beat Ohio State easily earlier in the week as well. So, it was just... They're playing some really good basketball at the moment. Yeah, I mean, but... Yeah, even with that almost win against Purdue... I, I still feel like that's the right decision having Northwestern not in the top three because I feel like the top three teams are pretty obvious. Yeah. It's the three teams in the AP top 25 poll. Yep. 
Number yep. three, I'm assuming you got Illinois. Yep, I got Illinois. Again, just kind of bounce back week. Obviously, they lost to Northwestern mm-hmm. last week, so it was a um, big game. The they beat Indiana, and then Terrence Shannon Jr. coming back from suspension had his best game against Ohio State. He had 23 points. It seems like he is shaking off kind of that rust from the suspension he had. And it looks like Illinois is back up there with just the elite teams in the Big Ten. So, really don't have much more to say after that. It was a relatively easy week for them. Didn't play that too, didn't play much competition, but they were able to get the job done. Yeah, I mean, Illinois is the first road game of this next three-game stretch for Nebraska after they play Wisconsin. I feel like that Illinois road game is probably the toughest over these next three games. Probably the toughest stuff on the schedule. Illinois, yeah, they're you know, they're on a two-game winning streak. Northwestern's maybe a little bit hotter, even though, you know, they mm-hmm. lost to Purdue. They might be a little bit more hotter of a team, but I still feel like Illinois overall is probably the better team. That's going to be a really tough game on the road oh, yeah. for Nebraska against Illinois. That's a good Illinois team. Yeah. Number two. Number two, I got Wisconsin. Again, this is a mm. team like they only played one game against Michigan State from the time of these rankings. Able to win that game. A.J. Storr with 28 points. He's a transfer from St. John's, sophomore. He's really kind of stepped up as uh, as kind of the guy for Wisconsin. I think mm-hmm. they're a very well-rounded team. They don't have any star player that stands out too much above the rest. But A.J. Storr's just been really solid for them, averaging around 15 points a game. He's been there. He... You can expect him to have a good game every single every single night. We yeah. have a YouTube comment saying Northwestern's the only Division One team in the last twenty five seasons to score ninety five points, shoot fifty five percent or better, and dish out twenty assists and have fewer than ten turnovers, but still lose. That is crazy. I mean, I, it was such a great game they played tonight. Yeah, thank you, Danny, for that. Appreciate <laughs> it. But yeah, I mean, it's D one teams have been seven hundred and sixty three and zero over that span. Jeez. I mean, that's great. I mean. That's why I said a game like, you know, that Purdue and Northwestern game, like, I feel like that win really doesn't help Purdue much, but that that shows that Northwestern can hang with anybody. Yeah, it shows that they're legit, for sure. Yeah. So, going back to Wisconsin, Nebraska plays Wisconsin next. If Nebraska wins this game, okay, mm-hmm. Wisconsin currently in the number six, number six ranked team in the nation, how much would that boost Nebraska in your rankings, do you think? If you just it, give a guess. It'll definitely give them a boost. Um, I think, again, obviously Wisconsin, sixth in the country. This would be Nebraska's second top 10 win on the year. Definitely would have them over Maryland. Maybe Northwestern. Again, we'll have to see how the other games play out that week. But I, it would definitely move them back in the top five. It would definitely make me feel more confident about them going forward. Yeah, I mean... If they do pull it off and beat Wisconsin, I'm just I'm not gonna know what to think of this team yeah. going into March. I'm just I'm just I, not. This is it, like Nebraska is gonna be a team that's like they could easily lose round one or they can make the Sweet 16. It's just, it's just like <laughs> I, I don't know what to expect from this team. You know, I I'm kind of getting a feel. You know, when they're home, they play really good. When they're on the road, they don't. But you know, when they go to NCAA tournaments, neutral, it's just like what team are we gonna I, see? Is I it gonna be like, like half and half? I think honestly, I mean. Look at the one neutral site game Nebraska okay. played this year. Then they, again. they won. It was in like the Sanford Pentagon, not that far away. A bunch okay. of Husker fans okay. traveled. I have a question though. 
Who would they play? Oregon State. Okay, not a dominant quad three win. Yeah, that's a blue blood. That's a blue blood team right there. <laughs> I mean, then again, I, I don't buy much into that neutral thing. You know, I will th- say I mean, though, especially if they are close, like within a couple states of Nebraska, they'll show out. Fans will show out for a March Madness game. Yeah, I mean, it's not that. It's just that. It's just not in PBA. I feel like it's just like a mental thing where it's like when they're not at PBA, it's just like completely different. I don't care if it's neutral or away. I feel like if they're just away from home, it's they're not going to play as good. It's just like, I, I really feel like it is. I just feel like it's a mental thing that they mentally don't, they just can't get over the hump, you know. I feel like at first, you know, it was just like bad luck. They were just losing. And now it's in their head. They can't win on, they can't win on the road. Like that's in my opinion. But number one, Obvious because we've said all the other teams. Purdue number one coming in your yep. rankings. I still got Purdue at number one. Um, they beat Rutgers sixty-eight to sixty. Kind of a close game, but that was a road game. And or Purdue tends to struggle on the road. And then obviously the game tonight was a obviously overtime. Probably too close to comfort for Purdue fans, but they still just had an amazing game from a bunch of different players. Obviously mm-hmm. Zach Eady. 26 points, uh, 12 rebounds. Or, sorry, that was him against uh, Rutgers. Zach Eady had 30 points and 15 rebounds against yep. Northwestern, so even better. But to go with him, Braden Smith, 11 points, 16 assists. That ties 16. the most in the Big Ten single game in the past 15 years. That's crazy. 16. And then wow. you had guys like Lance Jones and Fletcher Lawyer. Really connect from deep. Lance Jones even had 26 points on his own. So again, just obviously a game that's kind of controversial with how the free throw battle turned out to be. But at the end of the day, a win is a win. This is a good Northwestern team that had already beaten Purdue earlier in the year in Mm -hmm. another overtime game. So it's definitely nice for the Boilermakers to kind of get their revenge on that. Yeah, Purdue coming in number one. I agree with that, but Wisconsin, they're really close. Mm-hmm. They're really close. If they beat Nebraska on the road, you know, coming into PBA, if they beat Nebraska, again, a team apparently to some people that would win the national championship if PBA was the site for the NCAA tournament. I'm just yeah. saying, if Wisconsin comes in, beats Nebraska at PBA, I honestly would consider them to be above Purdue. Also, the game Wisconsin plays after Nebraska is against Purdue. February 4th. Yeah. They're I, didn't be, even, I didn't even realize that. They're going to be in West Lafayette, so it'll be a home game for the Boilermakers. But yeah, I think very well, especially if Wisconsin is able to beat Nebraska tomorrow, that game could definitely decide the number one spot next week. If if Wisconsin beats Nebraska at home, which is what's expected to happen, but if you know they actually do because you have to play the game, I, I, I feel like they're above Purdue heading into that game, in my opinion. But we got to go to break because we're almost at 11.30. When we come back, we're going to get Brandon Blue on to talk about the Husker women's basketball game. They beat Purdue at home. Good win for Nebraska. We're going to have that and more coming up right after this break.